What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks. That's right. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kinston, North Carolina. It's Monday, August the 7th in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode, what in the heck are you doing? This is episode 901 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, are going to be joining me at the end of the second hour today. (coughs) That didn't take long. For a rousing edition of Who Sang It? But did you miss us? I guess I'm asking you, did you? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, I did. How did when we were together the whole time? How did you miss me? Oh, that's right. Good Lord. This is our first show since Thursday, July the 20th. So, was well, 17 days ago and so much has happened in that time. First, let me get you to today's guest. Joining me live here in the old plug. What's wrong? I was just checking my heat. Is um, it too loud? Too No. Oh, okay. Man, I hope my voice lasts. How you, do you, you do? hear it? It doesn't sound Love. good. All that singing you did. Yeah, it was something. Uh, listen, uh, joining me live here in the plush, well lit studio is my, wait a minute, my fiance. Fiance. What? Whoop, whoop. <laughs> is this too bright? It looks beautiful. Good morning, Linda Whittington. Soon to be Linda Hanks. Good morning, Brian Hanks. Soon to be. Right, Hank. <laughs> there you go. Oh my God. <coughs> uh-huh. Oh, hello. Yeah, this is gonna be a fun show. It is. Oh, uh, <laughs> we had uh we had quite the time off, didn't we? We sure did. You and we're sneaky little doggy. I am. Woof woof. woof we woof. are going to uh, talk a little bit about that. We got engaged. We've been together yes. for uh, six years. Uh-huh. Well. Yeah, we've been together for six years. We had a little mini break in there where I got stupid and you got stupid and we spent time oh, away from each other. No, no it was one, good. Just one stupid. Once. <laughs> wow. Are you, are you talking about me? No, baby. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, but we're going to talk about our trip. And I was going to make a Facebook post yesterday about, I think I kind of figured it out. We, uh, we drove more than 800 miles. Okay. We flew... About 4,000 miles, or no, it was more than that, it was 3,000 We probably flew about 7,500 miles or so, uh-huh. and we sailed about 2,000 miles. My goodness, we've been traveling. In 17 days, yeah, yeah. between uh, all our trips all over the place, we went to Seattle, Washington. You know what, L- let me tell you, everybody, all the other guests that are coming on, then we'll d- deep dive into that. What do you think, Linda? I Whittington? like it. Uh-huh. Soon to be Linda Hanks. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Do you like that? Does that yes. sound good? Brian Hanks, soon to be Brian Hanks. <laughs> there you go. Oh, today's show. Uh, Linda, you're listening to her right now. She's going to stay with us here for about 20 minutes or so. And then right after that, we're going to be joined by the Dean of ENC Sports Talk host, the great Mark Panicelli of 252 ESPN Radio fame. He's going to be joining us. 
Man, talk about we've got so much to talk to him about in sports that's happened over the last 17 days or so. I mean, uh, really, in the entire time we were gone, the United States uh, women's soccer team uh, had its entire run in the uh, Women's World Cup. It ended yesterday, early yesterday. I was hoping we'd be able to have him on today to talk about uh, the women's team you know, advancing, but goodness gracious, the worst performance ever hmm. by the United States women's soccer team. Oh, uh, wow. You know, here's the thing, and I guess I'm going to spoil it a little bit here before I get him up here on the air, but, you know, we really don't talk about soccer. I mean, as Americans, we really don't. I don't. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. The, the uh, women's soccer team, though, really every four years gets that conversation going because they usually, you know, they won back-to-back World Cups yeah. back in uh, 2015 and 2019. I just don't know. They just seem, and I hate to even say it, they seem disinterested. Mm. They seem more interested in making commercials and doing that kind of thing instead of getting out on the pitch and, you know, and winning games and dog on it. They're out. Good. Wow. They scored. Let me, how many goals do you think they scored over their last three matches, Linda Whittington? So what, uh, 99 in 270 minutes of uh, action, well, not even counting overtime. How many goals do you think the United States women's team scored? Now, I'm not talking about in penalty kicks. I'm talking about on the pitch during the game. So, is this like a sports question you're asking? Yes, yes. Oh, I see. Um, 270 minutes of action, and uh, how many goals do you think they scored? Um, a few. Well, how many? Give me a guess. Three. One. One? Oh, my God. They were shut out their last two games, yep. and That's uh, bad. It's really bad, and uh, again, they got knocked out. We'll get caught up on NASCAR with him. We're also going to talk some high school football with him, too, because guess what, Linda Whittington? High school football starts a week from Friday. Oh, my goodness. That means uh, you won't have me for any Fridays for the next. uh, uh, (laughs) Hey, uh, Greg Clemens jumped in. We've got to give him some love. Uh, Hey, Greg. Oh, it involves you. Oh, uh-oh, wait a minute. No, it's good. Okay. He said, congrats to you, Hankster. Not so sure about Linda's side of it. <laughs> That's been That's funny. We've heard a lot of that, haven't we? Yeah, it's embarrassing. I got to tell you, I posted a thing. Uh, embarrassing. <laughs> embarrassing. I posted a picture of you and I, uh, I guess the day after. Just let We needed to let everybody know. You've done a post, too. You did a big mm-hmm. post yesterday. Yeah, I did. That original post, though, about 750 reactions more than 500 comments. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? I was trying to go in and, you know, like them or heart them. Yeah. But there were so many, I couldn't start at the beginning. I couldn't find the beginning. <laughs> so, so I ended up writing something in there. But Well, um, it's just crazy, man. Uh, we appreciate everybody. But, you know, we'll get to that in a second. But thank you, Mr. Clemens. It's good to, uh, good to know he's listening to us, too. Yeah. And, hey, thank you to Al Cannon and uh, Jason Bryant for uh, having everything ready. When we got back, that we are just right back on the air. Yes, Gotta love it. Gotta love it. But uh, again, Mark Panicelli uh, following you here in about 15 minutes or so. And then in our second hour, man, we got some uh, breaking news, and I've looked everywhere. No one else has it out there. We're going to be breaking news here on the show today oh with Jackson God. Massey, yep, uh, former uh, head baseball coach and his assistant athletics director at North Lenore. Uh-huh. He's in a new position now, but you know what? I know where it is, but we're going to let him announce it uh, uh, in our second hour. So very excited about that. How about that? We're gone for 17 days. We come back and we break news on the show.
Well, tell me what it is. I, can, I tell you what, tune in in our second hour there, Linda yeah. Whittington, and I'll let you know, okay? Okay, I can do that. There you go. Hey, uh, a couple things before I get into it here with my lovely fiance. Hello. Get into it. Uh, hey, a Junius update. Uh, man, some really positive things happening. Uh, the GoFundMe is up to $28,205 oh, nice. yes. from 288 donors. Got to tell you, when we were driving back, uh, when I dropped you off at the airport, got a message from Larry Williford from uh, Farmville Central High uh-huh. School, uh, who was letting me know that uh, their first home game of the year is against Wilson Prep. This will be in November. Okay. okay. And he's going to hold a fundraiser. I love uh, they're going to do a 50 50 fundraiser for Junius at that game. I bet we. Ra- I bet he raises $2,000 from That's it. That's awesome. I bet you he does. I hope so. And he was telling me in the text just how much he appreciated Junius and heard a lot of that. But I got to tell you, good news about Junius. Uh, he is back in Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. He has left Duke oh. Hospital. Yep. He is back in Fayetteville. He's in rehab there. And he's going to be in there for the uh, for the next little bit. But you know what? He's back out. He's in his home city anyway. Uh-huh. So okay. he's in a rehab facility right now. Yeah. But uh, his mom is so excited. You know, as you and I have talked mm-hmm. to her several times, many times. Uh, she's really looking forward to getting him home. And then he'll is. still be doing rehab yeah. in Fayetteville, uh, voice, or a speech rehab and walking and all mm-hmm. that. Uh, but he did. He passed the swallow test actually right before we left on vacation. Good. So he's not had a feeding tube in. Nice. And exactly. So uh, he is making improvements. I don't know if he's talking yet. And I, mm-hmm. I plan one day this week. I got a really busy week this week, but I'm going down to Fayetteville at some point this week. Okay. So uh, I'm pretty excited about that. But keep praying for Junius. And, uh, man, the prayers are Please. working. He is. Yes. Uh, and if you'd like to donate. And, like I said, I'm going to talk to the coaches here in Lenore County, too. How crazy is And I know. Now, let me say this. Parrot Academy has uh, said they want to do something for him too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we need, I would love to have one fundraiser for him every school. If it's at that a football awesome. game, if it's at a South Lenore volleyball game, a North Lenore soccer game, whatever, Kenson yeah. football. But I know that uh, Matt Beeman and uh, David Moody and uh, all the folks over uh, at Rendell Parrot Academy, they love some juniors too. Mm-hmm. And I know they're going to do something in the next little bit. Yes. Farmville Central is, like I said, I'd love to see all the other schools do that too. But that would be awesome. It would be very awesome. There you go. Hey, high school football, like I said, a week from Friday, it's 11 days away. And uh, we'll be bringing you games every Friday night right here on 960 The Bull, 960TheBull.com. Uh, myself, Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith. Ah. Paul Whittington, do you know him? That name is so familiar. It does, very familiar. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to be uh, doing that. Our very first game of the season is going to be North Lenore at Green Central. That'll be on Friday, August the uh, 18th. Uh-huh. So very excited about that. Again, I can't wait to be back in the booth beside my friend Jimmy Smith, co- Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith, Paul Whittington down on the field. It's just going to be a lot of fun. Going to miss nice. Junius. I'm really going to oh, miss yes, Junius definitely. being at games with us. But uh, very much looking forward to having uh, – games back here on the bull listen uh, get in touch with jason bryant if you'd like to be an advertiser we still have some slots now he's got us a lot of advertisers as he always does a lot of advertise are you talking to molly yes yeah, she wants something and i said i can't i got this on my head <laughs> it looked like you were talking to her that's uh-huh. awesome but uh listen get in touch with jason bryant and it's very easy you can do it through me you can reach him at WRNS by calling 252-639-7900 or you can visit WRNS.com backslash advertise. And I promise you, uh, Jason will take good, good care of you. Hey, uh, while we were gone, how about this? We broke some news while we were on vacation with the uh, 
East Central 2A football coaches poll. Oh, you did? Yes, I Yes, I did. Well, you were busy. You were busy, oh, yeah. you know, staring at your ring yeah. and spending time with your sister mm-hmm. and your uh, your Son. your firstborn. Yes. Uh, but, uh, hey, the East Central 2A football coaches poll came out. Number one, Wallace Rose Hill with six first-place votes. Second place was James Keenan with one first-place vote. Then three through seven, East Duplin, the defending state champion, East Duplin, number three, Southwest Onslow, four, Kinston, five, South Lenore, six, and North Lenore, seven. Uh, so uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Jeremy Joyner, the uh, East Central 2A league president, Jeremy Joyner. Really do appreciate him for hooking us up with that. And like I said, I, no other media outlet had that. So uh, thank you, Coach Joyner, for hooking us up with that. Hey, I wanted to – I don't know if you got a chance to see the article, but it came out while we were on vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anna Catherine Creech of the Kenston Free Press wrote an article about her 900th show and for us winning the Small Business Award. Did oh, you see yeah. it? No, I didn't. Well, it's on my Facebook well, page. Well, darn. I'll have to go look. You will have to go look. Please. But I really do appreciate uh, Anna for that article. It's a very nice article, in fact. I had a chance to thank uh, John and Jonathan, uh, Tony, uh, Jason – uh, you, just everybody in that article for uh, for helping the show get to 900 shows. Brian North, just everybody. Uh, my, my daily guys that help me out every single day. I can hear that uh, rustling. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, listen, uh, the Downey's Wood Ducks are 18 and 18. They were 8 and 8 while we were gone, but they're still in second place or tied for second place with Lynchburg. They're five games behind the hated Carolina Mudcats in the Carolina League North. They are the defending, or not defending, they are the first half champions. And uh, just a reminder, a gentle reminder, is it's August 7th. The playoffs only start about five weeks from today. Guess what you get when you go to a, or a Down East Wood Ducks playoff baseball game, Linda Whittington? Uh, foul ball? Well, if you're lucky, you get a foul ball. Everybody who enters the game gets a, uh, a Brian Hanks show towel, <gasps> a Brian Hanks show rally nice. towel, a Brian Hanks show and uh, uh, Down East Wood Ducks uh towel that you can wave during rallies and everything so very excited about that uh but uh we'll be giving those away Mm -hmm. the uh first uh the first playoff game i get i think i i don't know i need to talk to uh i I might get to throw out the first pitch i might get jonathan to throw out the first pitch what do you think that'd be be very cool because i did it last year Mm -hmm. at the end of the season think i get john dawson to throw one out Oh, that'd be even cool. That would be very cool. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. But uh, congratulations to the Woodies. They are gone. You were telling me this yesterday when you were looking at the schedule. They're not back at home until Tuesday, August the 22nd. Isn't that crazy? So two weeks from tomorrow, they're on the road for two weeks. Mm-hmm. They're uh, at Kannapolis beginning tomorrow. And then they're at Charleston uh, against, I'm sorry, then six games at Charleston. Then they play Fayetteville beginning two weeks from tomorrow. On Tuesday, August 22nd. For tickets, go to woodducksbaseball.com or visit the team's box office at Historic Granger Stadium. Goodness gracious, I'm going long here. Hey, the Little League Softball World Series is going on right now. It started yesterday. I'm going to be doing PA for it throughout the week. I'm probably not doing tonight's game, so I've got a doctor's appointment. And uh, let's just say I will start tomorrow night. I think I'm on the schedule for tonight, but uh, I'm going to beg out of it with my voice and everything. i got to get this thing figured out what's – What's going on? I yeah. think I got fiance fever or something fiance like that. Fiance fever. <laughs> hey, is that a thing? I don't know. Hey, don't forget the Kensington North County Sports Hall of Fame is August the 19th. That's a week from Saturday. Tickets have gone fast. In fact, I, I'm saying this 
not knowing because I know we added eight tables right before I left before we left on vacation. They may have already sold all those out, but we'll see. But tickets are still available. Should be still available. Tell you what, give them a call at the Kinston Community Center, and they should let you know about that. Hey, don't forget also, Battle of the Badges is August 19th and 20th. Very excited about that. I'm going to be doing PA for that, too. I think Shane Albee is going to be helping out with that also. But that is uh, Saturday, August the 19th, Sunday, August 20th at Historic Granger Stadium. And I think at a couple other locations in uh, the city, too. But we'll have more. uh, Going back to the Hall of Fame for a second. Next week, it's going to be Hall of Fame week. Guess we're going to have all as many of the inductees on to talk about that. Uh, we got high school football starting on the 19th or on the 18th. So we'll have all the coaches on next week. We're going to have some folks from battle the badges on. So man, it's just going to be crazy in the next few days. Busy time. How about this? Don't forget about Brad fest. It is a Saturday, October the 21st from three to 9 PM at Pearson park in downtown Kenston. The bands that are going to be there are going to include the South something else band with Mickey Weatherington. Oh, cool. Uh, the wicked shimmies do drops eight track and the headliner, which was one of Brad's favorites, the Mac and juice quartet. There's going to be an after party at Stanley saloon with a mad fiddler. Lots of sponsorship possibilities for those interested in speaking of Stanley saloon. How about our good friend Danny Rice? How about him? Oh my gosh! Is he not just an all? I hope he does. I know he doesn't mind us selling because it's going to get business for Stanley Saloon too. Uh But he is holding a little reception for you and I. That is so cool. What a just a just a uh, a nice guy, man. I mean, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about how we love uh, Danny Rice, but August 29th from six to eight p.m., you're going to get to meet. uh, if you haven't met us before, which I know you have, but uh, myself, uh, the future Linda Hanks, John Dawson, and Jonathan Massey will be there too. Uh-huh. Uh, so you'll get to meet folks from the show. But thank you, Danny Rice, who is hosting that for Very us. Nice. And uh, yeah, I Danny can't wait. And Johnny. I know, I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. So uh, there you go. Hey, local birthdays today. How about Samantha Whittington? Today is her Ooh, birthday. Happy birthday, girl. She carrying a baby. Yeah, my grandbaby. A special baby, right? My grandbaby. There you go. Uh, Mark Moody, today is his birthday. He's 63 today. A former uh, usher out at uh, Historic Granger Stadium. A good dude. Really think a lot of him. Carter Caps today is his birthday from North Lenore. Beth Thomas, I I didn't really get to know her that well. Uh, I I make it sound like she's gone. She's with us. But she's Will Jarman's mom. uh, And I got to know her. She's just a sweetheart. Ashley Mills, a former athlete, great guy, and then uh, Michael Barwick, uh, just a, a great kid that I've known for years. Saw the Matrix with him years and years ago, uh, but a, a great guy. So Samantha Whittington, Mark Moody, Carter Caps, Beth Thomas, Ashley Mills, Michael Barwick. We will not be doing a birthday game today. We're going to be doing a uh, just uh, or a, a who sang it. That'll be in our second hour. So oh, okay. I wanted to get the birthdays out of the way. Tell you what, we're going to run a little bit long with you and I. We may even get a Mark Panicelli up here with us if you don't mind. Is that all right? Um, yeah, I got to get ready for work. Nah, no, I know you don't. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I, a couple other things I did want to mention here real quick. A dear friend of ours, uh, Mike Bollinger, one of our poker buddies up in uh, Four Oaks with uh, Randy and Shanna Caps. Uh, he passed away in his sleep uh, overnight, Thursday night into Friday. And uh, Shanna's tore up. I'm tore up. I know you're pretty messed up about it, too. A guy that, uh, 63 years old, way too young, uh, way too young. just a good guy. Never had him on the show. Kind of wish now I'd had him on the show. He was a, 
fellow Virginia basketball fan like myself, a Virginia sports fan, and uh, just a good guy. Just a good guy is the best way to put it. Loved to play tennis. He loved his friends. I mean, he loved Randy and Shanna. And uh, just rest in peace, Mike. Uh, I'm just I'm tore up. I I can't even really start thinking about it because if I do, it just it hurts my heart. He had just retired. What about a year and a half, two years ago, uh, and was helping them up there. And uh, I'm just. I don't know, uh, Linda. I mean, I know you've thought highly of him, too, and yeah. uh, just a nice guy, but rest fun in peace. Fun to play poker with. Very fun to play poker mm-hmm. with, and uh, going to miss him. How about Richard Clark? How about the same day you and I get engaged, he asked the long-suffering Gwen to uh, yes. marry him. Yes. Hey, Gwen, how's it going, girl? <laughs> but we'll talk to him about that tomorrow. That is so cool, though. He'll be in our first hour tomorrow, nice. and I'm going to see if we can't get Gwen up on the phone with us, too. I think that'll be awesome to uh, get her. Are you over there making crafts no, while we're no, working? No, I'm not making earrings. <laughs> God. Okay. We got a few minutes here. Let's talk about uh, this amazing trip. We've been gone since July 20th. We are back today, and uh, let's see. Let me set it up for everybody. We flew out of RDU. We went to Washington. Mm-hmm. We rented a sweet Cadillac yes. XT6. Oh, my God. I rode in a Cadillac. Me and my sister were caddy girls. Yes, you were. Uh, but we uh, drove from uh, – we ended up not going to the Mariners game. We talked about right, it on the show, right. going to the Mariners game. But yeah. we decided not to do that so you could get to a baby shower on time yes. on uh, Saturday the 21st. Uh, but we had a just how much fun did we have in Wenatchee, Washington? Oh my gosh, we had so much fun! It was epic, beautiful place. Yeah, tell um, them about our. Well, you know, I, there's nobody listening from Enterprise in uh, Seattle, Washington. So, I guess we can tell everybody how we went off road for three and a half miles <laughs> to the top of Wenatchee Mountain. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we did. And um, I knew the minute we hit that road that Brian was in heaven. <laughs> he just Took off, and then he put it in four-wheel drive going up the mountain. We went up the mountain, round, and I'm going, oh, my God, he is so happy right now. We did. We had a great time. That was fun driving up and could see the entire city of Wenatchee. It looked like a little patch. We were so high up there. It was beautiful. But, uh, man, I was not ready, though, for the 105 and 106-degree weather. That's foreshadowing. The last part of our trip, but it was hot in the middle. It was hot. I did not realize, and I know you and I went there five years ago, Linda, and uh-huh. I didn't realize there was so much desert in the middle of Washington, but it is the middle of Washington, and especially where Wenatchee is there. It essentially is desert. Mm-hmm. Desert? Would you call that desert? Because it's cold up there. It was sure as hell wasn't cold in the uh, no, four or five days we were there. Yeah. It, it snows in the snow. desert sometimes, but... Uh, but a beautiful time, uh, and I know you want to probably throw a shout out to uh, your sister's husband, uh, yeah, Rick, who's going Rick. through some tough times right now. He sure is. He, um, please keep him. Please send good vibes, thoughts, and prayers um, to um, Wenatchee, Washington. Uncle Rick is going through um, fighting cancer. Yeah, um, he's had major surgery and took what seven hour surgery. Um, on his liver, waiting for the results right now. Um, he's doing good. They're more concerned right now with him healing from the surgery, and they like the progress he's making so far. Um, hoping to talk to doctors today, giving them a timeline of when he can go home. Um, but then, you know, once the results come in and he's done healing, then they'll 
they're, they're talk about um, chemo and radiation. Um, but please, if you want to send him a card, hit me up on Facebook, and I'll send you his address. That'd be awesome. That would absolutely be awesome and uh, a good guy. And I'm so glad that we got to spend some uh, time with him before his surgery. Yeah. I mean, uh, he, like I said, when I say a good guy, he absolutely is a good guy and funny. Mm-hmm. Just a, uh, just, a, just a great time. Yeah. So, uh, again, throw prayers up there for him. And mm-hmm. if there's something you'd like to send him, uh, Linda will definitely take care of that. Well, we, uh, left Wenatchee. We, uh, got to Seattle, jumped on a cruise ship for seven oh, days. Oh my goodness. We sure did. Well, I, I, I don't know. What was your favorite part of that cruise there? Linda? Oh, let me think. <laughs> there was that. Then that happened. Then that happened. And then did that. Oh, um, <laughs> this. Right yes, here. well, they can't. We're on the radio. Oh, they can't see that. My, my, he proposed to me at Tracy Arm for, for George. How do you say that word? You said it right. For George. Yeah. Beautiful. We went. <laughs> let me tell you how it happened, people. Okay, so we um, spent the day cruising through Tracy Arm. Um, they have a beautiful glacier there that they were taking us to. And um, um, so. Okay. We were cruising through, and I was snapping pictures left and right. And Brian, he just wasn't himself that day. <laughs> he wanted to um, lay down, and he just wasn't feeling well, I guess. And then um, he finally came out on the balcony and sat with me, and um, we took some more pictures. And then we got ready for our dinner that night. Right before the dinner, we had, he had made an appointment for us to um, go up to the top deck to have our picture taken with the glacier in the background. And so going up, our, our new friends. Um, Joe, Joe and Teresa Davis. Yeah, they, they were joining us because they were having dinner with us too. And um, he whispered to the photographer, which well, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know this. Um, that he was going to propose. Let me tell you, girls, <laughs> go on the cruise and get this photographer because she took over and knew exactly what she wanted. Um, we get up there, and she starts taking pictures and has us positioned with the beautiful glacier behind us, which I forgot what it looked like because it just this diamond is <laughs> brilliant. But um, she had me pose on at one point and said, now I want one by yourself. And so, okay, this is stupid. But um, (laughs) (laughs) I I was posed. And then she says, now turn around and face Brian. And I did. And there he was on his knees. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) And I I started crying. um, I cried a little bit. And uh, the look on his face, I don't think I'll ever forget it. It was the sweetest, sexiest look I've ever seen. And um, he, he asked me to marry him. And I said, yes. Yes, you did. Well, you got to say uh, the, the thing that Teresa heard you say, too. Now, you said yes first. but I said yes, um, and then we <laughs> hugged, and I said, are you sure? <laughs> and it threw me off my game. I was like, uh, y- y- yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you want to see pictures from that, uh, Linda's put a bunch of sweet pictures up there uh, on Facebook. You can check that out. And, uh, uh, oh, and, and thank you, Forrest Dawson, John Dawson's dad. Uh-huh. Who just sent me the link to our, our boy John wrote a column about it. Have you read oh, it yes, yet? Yes, I did. <laughs> that was good. But it's not just about me. It's also about Richard getting married too. <laughs> so just, uh, yeah, the headline is Brian Hanks and Richard Clark are getting married. <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> you go. It. I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> so check that out. Go to uh, 
Go to bucklesberry.com and you can read about that there. Thank you, Mr. Clemens, for sharing that and letting us uh, yes. remind me about that. Okay, uh, so that was on July 27th that we popped a question. Yes. And uh, so we had a couple of good stops. Now, in the interest of full disclosure, you know, now that you think, I've been sick now for about a week and a half. Think yeah. about it. Uh, which, like I said, I'm going to go see uh, my doc this morning, hopefully, or later on today. But uh, I missed a couple of stops, but, man, there was one I did not miss, and it was Mendenhall Glacier and, uh, and oh, Juneau. Wow. Uh, I tell you what, I'm going to get Panicelli up here on the line with us, too, and we'll talk okay. about some of this stuff with him, too. I know you need to get ready yeah, for work. But uh, tell him about Mendenhall Glacier. Oh, gosh, that was gorgeous. So we got on a helicopter, and they're, you know, we're dressing up. We had to put on these special pants, a jacket, boots. Um, they gave us a backpack with bottled water in it. And um, we get on the helicopter, which was an awesome ride because we had a view of everything down below. And he took us the scenic route to get to the glacier. We get to the glacier, and um, then they put these claw things on our boots. And so walking on the ice was easy, um, especially for me. <laughs> anyway, so, but the pictures that were taken of us it looks like we were photoshopped <laughs> in because it just didn't look real um but we were there and it was just gorgeous and it was and there were some points where it was it would the lower down it went on the ice if this makes any sense it gets bluer <laughs> and bluer and it's just absolutely beautiful and then we got to one point he says okay take out your water bottles and empty them <laughs> we're going huh <laughs> and um, he we, he filled them with um glacier water yep and it was delicious and cold and cold ice cold baby. i know that's gonna shock ice, you mark panicelli that we drink uh that you know we got water straight out of a glacier and it was cold but good lord it was delicious how are you doing this morning panicelli I'm doing great. Maybe not as great as you two. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, dude. Uh, just I'm, I'm very, very lucky. Oh, he was one of the people who knew, too, beforehand. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. One of the 500 people. <laughs> there weren't yes. 500 people. There was only about no, 15. No, no, no. And I'm glad you brought that up because um, I, I, I want to speak on this part of it. So we're all, I mean, I am. I say we all. Because summer of Linda has been very interesting for you guys without question but for the people that did see we we've had this information for so long so it, we have been watching this it's been like a story that we've been waiting to unfold uh -huh. and so we when you guys go on this trip we are just sitting here checking your facebook like stalkers <laughs> like waiting for pictures and evidence of this entire thing and so uh we were rooting for it um and i'm glad you guys got to tell the story because um, I actually have a panel of people that we call our our our, our, our summer of Linda viewers <laughs> who have put in some questions that they wanted answered, and you asked you answered a lot of those uh, those questions already. <laughs> but uh, your your reaction was the best thing because because we knew, and I think what a lot of us were wondering was, were you suspicious at any point? Did you think Linda at any point in this trip that as you were headed out here that he was going to propose to you on this trip? No, and but <laughs> with that being said, when I look back on things that took place, um, I go, oh, that answers that question. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, Panicelli, the one person, and we're gonna, uh, I'll have uh, Jonathan on, I guess, on Wednesday. Uh, well, we'll 
pre-record some stuff tonight. But <laughs> yeah. Jonathan was the closest one to giving any something away, I think, dude. Uh, you want to tell yeah. them that, Linda? <laughs> yeah, so they were the last night they recorded just before we left. Um, and they, this happens all the time. <laughs> Him and John will walk through the living room when they're done, and they'll say something like, blink twice if you need help, you know, something like that if you want out. <laughs> Um, and so Jonathan, so I took, I, I never, do you like that? Hey, wait, wait, wait a minute. Do you like that dude? Blink <laughs> twice if you need help. Yeah. I and, love it. I love it. And so as Jonathan's walking through, he says, just remember Linda, anything Brian asks you to do, you don't have to do it. And I said, okay, thanks. It never occurred to me, you know, what he was talking about. And this just, I was like, okay, another day in the neighborhood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jonathan, I'm going to, we're, we're going to talk about that for sure. But uh, yeah, well, with Brian, I mean, that's a you know, yeah. that's a statement that you could make. I mean, in general, and just go, you're right, you're right. Yeah, you know, with Brian, you need an escape clause. But I love that you, you, when you retold the story, I, I, I was thinking, uh, Linda stole your line. The uh, are you sure? I I thought that was going to come from you, Brian. I thought that question was going to go to her as soon as she said yes. <laughs> not a hey, not a bad not a bad uh, thought there, Panicelli. Because uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't know, man. It was just it was glorious, man. I mean, it it I can oh, I I was going to knock on wood, but I guess I don't need to knock on wood now, Mark, because I mean everything went. As as planned, dude. This is no exaggeration. My biggest fear. I mean, because I hoped. I mean, I I hoped she was going to say yes. I had a pretty mm. good feeling she was going to say yes. But Mark, my biggest fear was, you know, being down on one knee, having the ring in the box, and her being excited. And she pulled. Well, I pulled the ring out of the box, put it on on her finger. But that I would pull the ring out of the box. And you know how cruise ships can move move around a little bit. We end up hitting <laughs> an iceberg or something, and then uh, mm -hmm. and then it goes over the edge, and then. <laughs> You wouldn't hear from Brian again because Brian would have jumped over the edge to try to save it, okay? I was getting ready to say, though, Brian, if, if you're on a ship and you hit an iceberg, losing that ring is the least of your problems at that point, you know? So what you better hope is Linda finds something that there's enough room for both of you to float on and she doesn't, you know, Titanic you in that situation yeah. and leave you there to drown. So. Yeah, well, no one's ever called her Rose before, so I don't think uh, – there you uh, go. Hey, one last thing I did want you to say, Linda. Uh, so we leave, we go on this wonderful cruise, mm -hmm. hit the, all these stops. Oh, but uh, then we uh, come back through Tucson, Arizona. So you'll love this. Uh, Panicelli, it's 40, I think it was 46 degrees on the uh, on the uh, glacier. Isn't that right? Isn't yeah. that what it But with That's wind right, chill, because yeah. the wind was really blowing, it was under freezing with wind chill and all that. We leave uh, the cruise, fly out of Seattle, go to Tucson, where we went from 46 degrees to 110 degrees, dude. <laughs> that was funny. Wow. Yeah. Oh. yeah. It was insane. But I know you wanted to uh, thank Clay and all yes. that for uh, being gracious hosts while we were yes. uh, in Arizona. Well, we got to see him perform with the Gaslight Theater, it was theater awesome. Company. And that was just wonderful. I laughed all the way through it almost. Except when Clay was singing, I was like, whoa. <laughs> he did great. He got great. us great a great table. Yes, we were in the front row, Mark, at this uh, oh. this little theater. It was awesome. It was yeah. awesome. But final thoughts, Linda Whittington, before I let you go and uh, Panicelli and I uh, break down some sports. It was hot in Tucson. A hundred? What'd you say? Yeah, we actually saw hundred and eleven. Yes. Yeah. But everywhere you look, there was cacti. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Purple and green. 
beautiful, even on the mountains. You know, driving through, it felt like we were driving through Wenatchee sometimes because you see the mountains all around you. Yeah. But the only difference was, as you got closer, it was these suare-type uh, cactus that were standing everywhere, everywhere. Those are the kind of cactus that have, look like they have arms. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Beautiful. It was just, I got, I got pictures, but it doesn't, it doesn't, I don't know if I captured what no, we saw. I think you did it's great. It's just beautiful. Um, but we had a great time, romantic time. Thank you. You're very welcome. Dude, I'm getting married, Mark. Oh, it's so awesome. And Linda, before you go get ready for work, uh, I mean that sincerely, uh, the congratulations and that, yes, this summer of Linda thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember, because uh, my girlfriend was so excited. So we there all these people have been waiting. <laughs> and I remember the day we thought it was going to happen. And you think about it, it's like a, it was like a TV show where you knew, oh, today's the day. Have you heard anything? Have you heard anything? And we have been so oh excited gosh. and waiting for this. And, uh, and so we're really, I mean, we're so happy for you. And, uh, and, and um, wait, 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 wait. I, ha- I do have some questions. The panel did have a couple of questions. Uh-oh. Uh, and and uh, you answered most of them. This is the big one. Have you guys set a date? Kind of. It's tentative, and I don't yeah. mind announcing it to you, Linda. Well, it's tentative. We gotta get a couple things. Yeah, in there's place a couple first. things we, we've got to get. Uh, yeah, we've got. We haven't even talked to the venue yet. Tentatively, though, and I don't mind. We, yeah, if it we changes, it changes. That's a good question, dude. Saturday, December thirtieth of this year. Of this year, yes, yes sir. Oh, dude, we're too Whoa. old to be waiting. You know, a year <laughs> or two, man. And we've been together for six years, also. You know, yeah. I mean. We don't need a long engagement. We've been dating yeah. for a while. So, yeah, geez, Brian, you really made her work for it, didn't you, buddy? <laughs> yes, I did, by God. I had, to, I had to know she was the one, okay? But, yeah, we're looking right now tentatively. This is tentatively. Uh, Saturday, December the 30th, it'll be here in Kinston. Panicelli, you know you and uh, your gorgeous girlfriend, you guys will be invited. Uh, and, uh, heck, we may – I don't even know if we're going to send invites out. Seriously, I think it's going to be – are we – oh, we are. Okay, well, I just got, I got a weird look. Oh, yeah, Brian. Well, 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 you're not making any plans, okay? (laughs) This is her wedding. It is, you're right. Nod your head yes. Say yes, whatever you want. Tell him what I'm doing, Linda. (laughs) Nod his head yes. (laughs) So, but but I want people to come. I'm like, you know, we're going to talk about it here on the show, and if somebody wants to show up, then they can show up. I I really don't want it to be a... you know, uh, we, we're trying to keep it small to family and friends and stuff, but doggone it, I want to celebrate. And if somebody that listens to the show wants to come, by God, let them come. I'm serious, dude. I mean, we again, we've not decided on the venue yet. We've got a dear friend that we're going to talk to about that. Uh, I think you're going to be impressed with who the, uh, uh, I was about to say master of ceremonies, but I guess the, uh, the, uh, what I wouldn't say no. You can't say until I can't say. Okay, I know you're right. Okay, damn it. Okay, uh, but uh, that was one. Did you have any other questions <laughs> <Yeah>. for? Her? <laughs> Wait, let me let me let me let me double check really quick uh, <laughs> to make sure we don't have anything here. Hold on, hold on. I think we've really covered everything. Uh, yep, yep. We wait, wait. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's okay. it. Yeah. So oh, good. good. Hey, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you for telling us the story because again, we we were dying to know. Um, I, I almost wanted him to live stream it or something so that we could literally watch it. So you know, uh, but it, Mark, it's funny you say that because I did because of uh, I actually worked while I was on the trip too. I did some uh, public information work for 
the county. So I bought the, uh, internet package. So, uh, so I actually had my phone pretty much. I I couldn't make any calls or anything, but I could get online. And I got to tell you, Mark, I actually really thought about, uh, we met a couple there and I thought about them live streaming it while, you know, while it happened. But then I thought, eh, I, I just want to be focused on, on her and her yeah. face and, her her beautiful lips and you know no. uh, yeah baby oh. Okay. Shh, Mark's here. oh 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 yeah 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 another yeah you guys still have an hour and a half show yeah. <laughs> she's got to go to work yeah. Right. yes yes yeah, hey Linda yeah I love you baby I love you this is gonna be fun okay okay I can't wait these what uh, if we do it December thirtieth which is what we're looking at we have still got what four months left so. Hey, if, if you're wondering if I'm actually going to go do the holiday invitational up in Raleigh now, dude, if I'm I'm making this happen, so I absolutely cannot be there, okay? Cannot. That's right. So there you go. Linda, thank you so much for joining us here, okay? Thank you. Y'all have a great day. Thank you. That's you Linda too. Whittington on the line with us on our Spence Automotive guest line right now is our good friend Mark Panicelli, but I haven't even done our LCC read. Let me do it real quick. For more than 65 years, Lenore Community College has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit the website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trenton find out how you can change your life today and thank you so much richie honeycutt all the folks over at lenore community college for being the title sponsor of the brian hanks show we truly do appreciate them and let's get back to our spence automotive guest line and on the line with us right now our good friend mark panicelli of 252 espn dude i do apologize i know you're probably sitting there going is that really brian because it does i don't feel like i sound like myself i've been <laughs> dude i've been sick and it started believe it or not man the day that i asked her i, I started feeling a little woozy but i thought it was because i was nervous about that and dude i've had uh uh i think i've got i may be on the edge of bronchitis but i'm going to the doctor today mm. to get it all figured out but i did want to apologize because i know I've already had a couple of people text me and say, uh, who's covering for me today? Cause they don't think it's me. Yeah. I, I don't think you should. And in fact, I'm going to go a little long winded here for just a go second for to give it. you a chance to, uh, <laughs> to, um, cause I can tell, uh, you, you are. So let's, let's, let's hope you get your health back together. Uh, and it'll give me just a real quick minute. I got a couple things to go, but I'm going to go back to what you just said. If these two seasoned veterans of life, Linda, <laughs> uh, or should I say the artist formerly known as Linda Whittington, our soon-to-be former. Uh, but anyways, and Brian, I ain't taught you anything. That it's never too late to start a new beginning in your life. So if you've been thinking about career changes or advancing in your current career, Lenore Community College is for you. I believe it's lenorecc.edu. Uh, Dude. It's never too late, no matter how old you are, to start that new chapter in your life and uh and, uh, and 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 begin it at Lenore, the good folks at Lenore Community College. So there you go. I love that, it. Does that man. help out a little bit? That now, was awesome. Now tell us about could. Spence Automotive. Well, I mean, <laughs> Spence Automotive. Eh, eh, beep, beep. <laughs> okay, <laughs> not to make you laugh. My favorite read on that, but uh, go see the good folks at Spence Automotive, and uh, you know because when I think about. Uh, 
uh, Smith Automotive, when it comes to your car, and I think you know this, I mean, your car is your baby, right? You oh, want to yeah. take care of it, and you want to trust, more importantly, uh, who's taking care of your car. And I think that's the kind of service that you get at Spence Automotive. I think you want to, you know, and, uh, and so many options that we have uh, to take our vehicles. Uh, what you want to do is, is carry it to someone who, who has been in the community for a long time, has that great reputation. Someone who you trust is not only going to take care of your vehicle but give you uh, the quality uh, service that you need at an, at an incredible price. Uh, and I think, as I said, uh, when it comes to mechanic work, you've got to trust people like that. And and, uh, and uh, Keith Spence is definitely that guy. So go see the good folks at Spence Automotive. Dude, dude, that was awesome. Give him a call at 252-686-5011 the next time you need your car service. In fact, this is not hyperbole. My car is there. I left it there the entire time while I was on vacation. Had some uh, sensor work he needed to do to it. Uh a couple of little things that uh, needed to be done instead of just leaving it here. I left it with him. Uh, now, I, now Spence, I did look at the mileage before I left. So, uh, which I don't care. Heck, if he took it out, I don't give a crap. That'd be, you know, that'd be awesome anyway. But, <laughs> but, but Keith Spence would never do that, right? No, no. I mean, uh, maybe <laughs> I could talk to Keith though, just for fun, to see if he could put in one of those like little one point six liter Fiesta engines in your Mustang. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, I drove a Festiva for years, man. I it was my I had a Jeep and then my backup car was my was a Ford Festiva. Hey, uh, mock all you want, man. Not that you're mocking. I'm Dude, not- I loved that car, man. The, my favorite point, and you will love this. You were probably there to tell the truth. And I just didn't know you, but I went to Operation Football or with Operation Basketball, ACC Basketball, the Grandover Resort. You remember the Grandover? You've been oh, there a few times. Love the Grandover. Exactly, but dude, I drove up. Uh, my my Jeep was in the uh, uh, my Jeep was in the uh, shop at the time. So I drove uh, to Operation Basketball. I drove my Festiva, and remember how they would valet park your car for you? A valet <laughs> yeah. had to get out and valet my Ford Festiva. How about that, dude? Oh, dude, I drove my, uh, at the time I was driving a Chrysler Town and Country, uh, which is uh, what, what the kids used to call a minivan. So there was nothing like, uh, you know, getting valeted. Hey, uh, sure, take this Chrysler Town and Country. Here you go. Uh, but, oh, the Grandover. Those were the good days when you didn't have to pay for downtown Charlotte parking, <laughs> ACC. Anyway, so you get know. on the 485 for six hours to get out of Charlotte, but. <laughs> Um, anyways, let's not talk about that. Hey, I, got I, I, your problem. I tell you what, well, let me ask you this real quick. Jonathan okay. wants to jump in with us on a three-way. Are you good for that? Uh, sure. Hold sure. on. Hold on one second. Then Jonathan Massey wants to, I don't know what this is about. So hold on one second. Okay. Okay. Let me put you on hold. We're calling Jonathan. Da, 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 da. Are you there? Jonathan Massey. I am in fact here, Brian. Hank. Hey, hold on one second. Let me get Panicelli back on the line. Okay. And let me see. I've merged the calls. Panicelli, are you still there? Yes, sir. I love this. Jonathan Massey has uh, joined us, a co-host of the Brian Hanks Show here, the award-winning Brian Hanks Show. And Jonathan hits me with a text while you were talking there, man, or uh, Panicelli, and said, can you three-way call? I've got something I'd like to say. I'm a little bit scared. Remember, we're live right now, Massey, and that, uh, that, <laughs> Daw- that Dawson can't cut this out. So what's up? <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't be too scared, Brian. Uh, I just want to tell you, um, live on the air, even though I should be seeing you a little later today, that uh, I'm incredibly proud of you. 
um, it is an honor and a privilege to count you as not among my closest friends, but my closest friend, my confidant, uh, my surrogate father, and I am so proud of you for, for finally uh, going through with the proposal um, and everything that is going to be happening for you in the future. And I don't care what anybody says. Uh, Brian Hanks does play through injury. <laughs> and, uh, dude, seriously, I love you. And I am so happy for you and Linda. Um, I'm a little nervous for Linda. I'll admit. Well, I, 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 we were going to do this when we recorded later on today, but if Panicelli doesn't mind, let me hit this real quick. You are the only one that kind of, I guess the last time you saw her, you told her, uh, hey, whatever Brian asks you, you don't have to do. And you, she didn't think it was going to be marriage, but you definitely did put a, a question in her mind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought it was a fun little, a fun little curveball to throw her because it was, <laughs> I think it was just, just veiled enough where she didn't know what I was trying to do. But it was, uh, it, it was a funny little precursor to everything that was going to happen on the trip. And dude, I'm, I'm so happy. So very happy for you too. Yeah. Um, and you know, I know everything that you've gone through the last decade and to finally see some good things happening for you. Uh, it, it means a lot to me. Yeah, Jonathan, I love you too, buddy. And I can't wait to see you later on today. And, uh, man, I don't know what, how we're getting all mushy over here. Panicelli. Yeah, I know, man. It's, uh, where's the tissue, Brian? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Don't get used to it. So well, people know who <laughs> know me personally and listen to the show or, whatever i mean how much i love jonathan i mean he really is i don't have any kids he is my son i've raised him since he was about 12 years old for better or for worse i guess i can say that right massey <laughs> yeah some would say worse i would argue better but you know i see both sides of the argument well there you go listen thank you i will see you later on today uh and we will talk then but thanks for jumping in here dude i love you buddy love you too there you go panicelli Yes, sir. I promise we're going to get some sports in here, okay? Oh, hey, look, man. <laughs> Today is your day, bro. Today is your day, bro. Today is your day, bro. Didn't you see Twins with Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger? I did. I did. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> All right. I, I know. Look, I, I hate to turn this out, but let's. everybody's been really mushy, and, and, and rightfully so, as you, I've contributed to this as well, so. Um, guilty as charged. We are very happy for you. But for all the good that happened, I can't help but think, I was thinking of this over the weekend, Brian. I don't know if you noticed while you were over on the West Coast. I don't know what effect this is yours. Was this your fault? At the same time that Brian and Linda (laughs) were on the West Coast, the Pac-12 was destroyed. So... I don't know, coincidence? I don't know. Now, because here's what I'm worried about. So you go over there. When you go over there, it's already kind of a mess. USC and UCLA had already kind of gone. Colorado's already going over there. But by the time you get over there, Oregon and Washington jump over to the Big Ten, and then you got Arizona, Arizona State, and <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> heading over to the Big 12, excuse me. So I got to thinking because I'm scared right now as an ACC fan. With all the barking, as Bubba Cunningham called it, that Florida State's doing, now that you and Linda have made it back to the East Coast, 
I am certainly worried right now, uh, in all seriousness, about the future of the ACC. If Florida State does more than talk about exiting the ACC, and I know they'd have to do a lot of things, but uh, as I've talked about uh, multiple times throughout this, is the problem with the ACC is they don't, they won't, they're not going to get a new football contract for a new couple of years. And so that revenue distribution per school now that the other conferences can offer is exceedingly more than the ACC, which puts them at an extreme disadvantage in competing with other conferences, um, which not only hurts them to expand to try to go out and be aggressive like these other conferences are, but more importantly now, what risk is it of the Florida States and Clemson's to go to the SEC or whoever to go to the Big Ten now? And I think once one team goes, just like with the Pac-12, it will other teams will follow. So I know this is a terrible juxtaposition I put us in going from from the happiness of the summer of Linda to the sadness of here we go again in college sports. Um, but I don't know if you noticed that while you were gone. I'm going to admit to you, dude, I did not watch that much sports. I didn't, you know, with everything going okay. on and, you know, doing adventures and all this kind of stuff. But I did, you know, I mean, of course, I kept my ear to the ground a little bit. You and I are sports junkies. That's what's going to happen. But these are some questions that I have. I can't believe there are four teams left in the Pac-12 or whatever you want to call it, the Pac Conference. What does this mean? Are they going to go after other schools? Is this the end of the Pac-12? I thought they had a TV contract for, you know, for the immediate future. I just, I don't understand, Mark. And what does this mean? Is the Pac-12 going to fold? Is it just going to disappear? I mean, my guess is they're going to try to spend, they'll have a bigger name. Uh, I mean, more than likely they'll do what, um, I would assume what uh, the old uh, Big East did, and I mean, uh, which they changed their name to the American, and and went out and got teams from Conference USA, et cetera. I would imagine that's what they're going to do. They're going to, and who's it going to be? Is that uh, going to be the the Cal State Fullertons or? Wow! Oh, <laughs> I know. Yeah. But I'm just saying. I mean, at that point, that's what you're going to uh, obviously be be left with. I I, I would guess. You know you're going to go after that, like the Mountain West uh, and the and the and the WAC, and and again, I don't know how many of those schools have big Division One football programs. Really, the quality of football in the Pac-12 had had diminished greatly over the past, uh, I would say, five or ten seasons. So I I don't know what's going to happen, but like um, it now turns to the ACC because while they have the strength of a long-term deal that they had put together. Like I said, the problem is the TV deal they put together however many years ago is not as competitive now with that revenue distribution because the, the Big Ten and the SEC are just starting new TV deals, which are which are mega. And again, the, it'll, it'll come around for the ACC if they can hold out. But what would be left if, you know, Florida State and Clemson uh, were to bow out? Miami would probably follow uh, Florida State. Uh, would someone go after uh, a North Carolina or a Duke for the basketball? Uh, you know, again, I, these are all interesting what ifs. But the last time we saw it, Brian, I mean, that's what happened, right? Once one or two conferences start doing it, it turns into this big giant thing, which we're right in the middle of. So I'm just hoping, as a lifelong Atlantic Coast Conference fan, 
that it can be salvaged, whatever that is at the end of this. But, um, but hopefully it will, it will stay intact. I know, um, a lot of people have not liked Florida State since they've entered the conference because there's such early domination in football. But I mean, it still is a very valuable piece despite they haven't been Florida State that we, and it's not the Bobby Bowden Florida State, but like I said, I think that that's a huge domino that could fall if, if they were to go. I think it would, it would definitely, if not, lead others to leave other institutions, it would definitely open the door for that. And I think you definitely lose Miami in that case, if not Clemson too. So just hope that's not it. I mean, and it's such a thing. We can talk about the kids and NILs and all that stuff, but, I mean, the conferences are chasing money too. And there's, you know, it's it's mass hysteria, man. There's no control. It's all individual institutions and, you know, wink wink handshake conference deals that sound good at the moment but you know a few years later you could just move to another conference and let's not act like it's totally new it's not as if this hasn't always been the case in some degree but it's just it's really sad as you well know being a college sports fan no i dude i i love how you put everything together there and you're right I am also, as a huge ACC fan, and you have been your entire life, I have been my entire life, I'm scared to death of the next step. And, I mean, you put it succinctly there that, listen, it it really does kind of depend on what Florida State does. Although, some of the things, and I did do some reading about this. I know David Glenn had an article up about it, uh, Mark. And, again, Mark Panicelli from 252 ESPN joining us here as we're wrapping up our first hour of today's show. And uh, just the money they would have to spend, I guess they've got their lawyers looking at it, but, I mean, it was in the $400 million range, dude, is what I believe the number that I saw that David Glenn wrote, or maybe I saw it somewhere else. I've seen so many different sources, but I don't care how much money you got in your program, Mark Panicelli, $400 million is a hit. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> huge. And, by the way, I looked it up. The Pac-12 TV deal in – at the end of uh, next season, Ooh. or excuse me, yes, the end of this athletic season. It says uh, that it ends June thirtieth, twenty twenty four. Wow, that's why. So this is why yeah. this is why everybody's jumping ship. So and they didn't have already something in place for the next contract. Oh, they went the ridiculous. Uh, they took the Apple TV money. Jesus Christ! Well, yeah. I, and how much? Any idea how much that was? Uh. Apparently not enough to keep anybody. <laughs> Golly, dude. And I just hate it. Like I said, well, let me ask you, let's make it personal. ECU and Greenville just right up the road. And as this show is being aired on 252 ESPN here in the uh, three, we are being aired today in the three o'clock hour, right? Of course we are. There you go. I didn't unless, know if there was baseball. Whoa, 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 whoa. Unless there's, and there's, unless there's crazy weather in the Irish Hills of Brooklyn, <laughs> Michigan today. Uh, we're planning on being off the air, finishing the NASCAR race. And, uh, uh so if you're listening at three o'clock, that's already <laughs> happened. And uh, my show's coming up in a little bit, but yes, uh, that is the plan. So, so there you go. But, uh, man, now I've lost my question. What was my, co- I was going to ask you about, uh, Oh, uh, close to home now with, uh, Greenville and ECU. Ultimately, what do you think this means? Because I've seen a lot of, I follow a lot of ECU, uh, fans, on Twitter or on X, which, by the way, what the hell, man? I leave and they change Twitter to X? What did – anyway, that's a conversation for another day. Anyway, uh, but say you lose four or five ACC teams, 
is this the time when it would be that ECU would step up and become a ACC uh, ACC member? I think that's a possibility, but but again, what would that ACC look like if if ECU comes in? Um, who who what what's left of the ACC? Because this is one of those things where, you know, again, where I when the when the when ECU went to the American, it remember this was the old Big East, which used to have Virginia Tech and and uh, and Miami and Pittsburgh. Uh, in it, and then they move to the ACC. So I, you wonder if it's just going to be ECU going into the ACC if that happens, and then who's left? Is there no Clemson, no Florida State? I mean, I think for ECU, uh, you know, again, if they could get in and they're still NC State, if there's, you know, North Carolina's still there, I think the regional part of it would be great. But uh, but as I said, I mean, what would the conference look like at that point? Would it be considered a Power Five conference? Because I mean, I go back to the to the Pac, the Pacific Athletic Conference, which we don't have a number to put. The Pac Four, the Pac Four, uh, the Pac. So, so it, the Pac Four is not a Power Five anymore, is it? Oregon State, Arizona State, Stanford, and uh, and the and the Oregon State Beavers. I know, dude. So uh, that's not a Power Five, is it? No. Oh God, no. Absolutely. And it would even depend on who they're able to get back into it. But, dude, you can't be a conference right now, I don't think. I mean, a power five unless you've got 12 teams in it. So where are they going to find eight teams to fill out their roster? But back to ECU, yeah. I think it, the only way I think it would be good for them with the ACC would be if Carolina remains, if State remains, if uh, Wake Forest. I mean, because how sweet would they be even losing? Let's say they lose Florida State, Clemson, and Maryland, okay? But you're able to get – an ECU, an Appalachian State, uh, hell, even Charlotte. Can I would love to see that an ACC with those members in it. And uh, and again, I'm just talking out of my butt here. We don't know anything more than anybody else does at this point. But I, I dude, it would just be it would be good for the ACC to have all those close state rivalries. But I guess we'll wait and see what happens. Hey, I've got we're over the hour, but I've got to ask you about. Uh, the uh, women's soccer team, dude. I mean, in the time that I was gone, Who? Yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> they are now gone, man. I mean, and uh, it's now over. I can't. I mean, ratings. Yeah. You got to think Fox is just, you know, uh, I, if you see a Fox executive on the top of a building, try to keep them from jumping because those numbers are going to be nil over the rest of this tournament. Uh, you're just your one minute thought on United States women's soccer team. Ooh, one minute. Uh, this, this is going to be hard because uh, I probably have about eight, maybe, uh, deep <laughs> down. Um, but uh, let's be honest. Um, horrible that it's in New Zealand. That is a beautiful country, but as you well know, the time zone doesn't equate to U.S. time very well. You are right. I heard you talk about this earlier. The women's team seem disinterested and kind of full of themselves. I think that uh, a lot of the uh, world is caught up to – where the U.S. women's program is, and as far as this particular team, I mean, it's like whatever it was, Dream Team 3 or 4 that went in. and, and But, again, even worse because this team just really bad. I mean, look, and it's been a really weird relationship between the U.S. public and the U.S. women's team. Um, it's been a little, you know, again, they've, they've wanted more money. There have been some controversial things one way or the other. 
I think the, the problem with all of that is so many things going outside of the pitch, so to speak, uh, and, uh, and, and not enough on the pitch just didn't look anything like the women's team. And by the way, I, the best, the best, most American answer I've ever heard to a soccer question, Linda Whittington, wherever, uh, soon to be Linda Hank, <laughs> best answer I ever heard when you said, do you know how many goals they scored on the pitch? And she said, is the, are you asking me a sports question right now? <laughs> was the best answer I've heard uh, in a long time. But that was good. So, um, yeah, women's soccer team. Um, I didn't. I, by the way, I, 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 and this is big for me. I didn't watch a single match. Wow, not a single match. Not, not a one. We were in LAX, dude. Uh, yeah, name dropping here, airport dropping here, and I got to watch. Uh, Portugal was it USA versus Portugal maybe and oh, okay. uh if the one of the zero zero uh or nil nil matches whatever you call it dude I don't know man like I said that's as much and honestly that's as much as I watch other than watching uh uh watching highlights of it and I'm telling you Mark uh there's always been so the one thing I've loved about not that I'm trying to act like I'm any kind of expert I'm not a soccer guy like you and Randy Caps. I mean, I openly admit that. I watch it once every four years when we start playing in the tournament. It's been fun in 15 and 19 when we won it. I'll follow the men till they got get knocked out in the first round of the knockout round usually. Uh, and then I'll not be a fan again for another two years or whatever. But the one thing that I always appreciated about the women's team was just how energetic the smiles on their faces and just you, they looked like they were having fun. And, you know, like I said, in the limited time that I watched it, didn't really see that this year, dude. And and again, uh, all the little bit that I watched, it seemed like every player had a commercial. I don't know if you noticed that or not, dude. I mean, yeah. all of them, it seemed like, had a commercial. And it, it just makes you wonder, like uh, Pat Riley used to call what the the something of more. What was it he called it? The the tragedy of more or something when, yeah, yeah when you win. It's a Bill Simmons thing. Bill Simmons has written about it several times, but uh the anyway that you you win and you forget about how hard it is to win and you just since you've won it, especially twice in a row the way uh, the women's team has they just saw hey we're just going to cruise through this and and make it and they did not i mean they struggled throughout the entire time and then it ends in a loss uh early yesterday morning and they're knocked out and again like i said i again not that you had already you just admitted you hadn't watched any you're definitely not watching any of the rest of this are you nope Yep. No, sir. Yeah. So high school football's coming. I and and uh, stuff. I like. I got way much to do. Uh, real quick, I know you got to go uh, because you got breaking news. And uh, yes, Mr. we Matthew do. Is uh, going to be in there, and I'm really excited to hear that. Uh, and so, um, uh, I did want to say congratulations again, and uh, it's fantastic. We look forward to continuing that journey with uh, with you and uh, and Linda. So. Man, uh, good stuff, and I'm excited. And get this voice better, man. We've got we've got shows to do. You got to be on my show on Wednesday, uh, and uh, and uh, and I'm going to be in your studio here in a couple of weeks. Yes, sir. Uh, so, uh, we're going to be doing that, and then um, of course you got high school football games that you got to call. Week one is a week from this Friday night. Is that so, not uh, insane? That's know, insane. Well, dude, and on top of it, I don't know if you heard this either. I'm also uh, doing public address for the Little League Softball World Series yeah. in Greenville this week. And 
Uh, not looking forward to that call that I'm going to have to make to uh, Scott Scooter Rogers to let him know I can't do tonight because uh, there's just no way. I mean, I try. I'm anyway. I don't need to throw all my business out there on the uh, on the on the on the airways right now. But uh, starting tomorrow, <laughs> I'll be doing uh, games for them. But uh, dude, listen, Mark Panicelli, I, you let everybody eat into your time today too. I appreciate it, dude. And we will talk to you on Wednesday when we do the home and home over on two five two ESPN. Hey, absolutely. And real quick, just let me throw in my free plug here for my show. Uh, tune in today, 5 o'clock, for the drive as we return. That's right, we're back because we've been on vacation, too, uh, for a little bit. Not as long as you there, uh, Brian, but we were off last week. We're returning today. Excited. Kyle Gaskins is going to join us. We are going to preview the NFC and the AFC North today amongst other things but that's uh five o'clock on 252 espn radio absolutely and even better than that here in kenston in lenore county tune in to 107.5 we don't know if it's coming from new Bern. we don't know if 107.5 is coming from greenville all you got to do is tune in to 107.5 though and you can hear uh, my, my good heart friend. it's coming from my heart <laughs> there you go it's, it's coming my, from my soul <laughs> Mark Panicelli, dude, you're the best, man. Uh, thank you for the sweet message last night, too. That was very nice. I showed it to Linda. And, uh, hey, we'll talk to you on Wednesday on the Home and Home, okay? Absolutely, man. Happy Monday. Thank you, dude. That is Mark Panicelli from uh, 252 ESPN. You heard him say it. Join him live today at 107.5 at 5 o'clock. You can hear him from 5 to 6, following the two hours of the Brian Hanks show from 3 to 5. So uh, we are uh, wrapping up our first hour here. Coming up, Jackson Massey on The Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College.